Welcome. To Arcade Audio. My name's Peyton. Come on over, cause we're still waiting. It's movie night, and we're both gay. It's hard to find a movie that way. Lucky for you, we found a few. It's Queer Movie Night. Hi! Welcome to Queer Movie Night. I'm Deb. And I'm Peyton. And, and this is our show. This is, <laughs> this is Queer Movie Night. Have you heard of it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Gosh, how long have they been doing this? Like, you know, I just had that thought. I yeah. I mean, it's years. It has to, yeah. I would say, guess three. Yeah, I think three years. Maybe a little funny? bit longer. Uh-huh. Um, I miss you. I haven't seen you in person in so long. I know. It's been a long while. It's been a while. We don't it's know been a while. I don't, I don't know what that song is, but I keep thinking I it. swear it's the band Stained. It's <laughs> been a while since I... Um, uh, if I keep doing it for Nikki and Peyton, and they're like, we don't know what this is. But I guess... I'm going to look it up afterwards. I love If you had siblings... Yeah. Like, I had... Uh, my brother and sister are six and seven years older than me, and they were really into that type of music when they were in high school. So it, was, it would be like 2000... Between 2001 and 2003. You know what I mean? Like a lot of Creed, Incubus, Linkin Park. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That song, the, that kind of, um, that kind of song that I think of that I listened, that I heard all the time in high school is um, The Lips of an Angel. Remember that song? Oh, yeah. Lips of <gasps> an Angel. Oh, yeah. Coming from the lips of an angel. angel. Hearing those words, it makes me weak. I don't want to say goodbye. Girl, you make it hard to be faithful. With a little <laughs> of an angel. <laughs> that's really good. Okay, you made it. That's the first pretty cover of that song I've ever heard. Not <laughs> 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 That's high. I actually do think it's a good song. I just think it's so funny. Um, it's just so cheesy. Yeah, yeah. Remember the song okay. Crazy Bitch? That reminds me of that time. I don't remember that song. It's a horrible song. It's, well, it's called Crazy Bitch. Wait, wait. You know, like, it, You're um, a crazy bitch. Oh, no. I was thinking of, damn, she's a sexy bitch. <laughs> What's that one? I don't know that one. I don't know that. It's um, trying Buck to think chair. of the words to describe this girl without being disrespectful. Damn, she's a sexy bitch. She's I have no bitch. idea what that is. I never sings that song. Um. <laughs> I was thinking of Crazy Bitch by the band Buck Cherry. Damn. She, Do you know what I think I think I know what you're talking about. It's like... um. Uh, you don't have I, to I can't think, stay I can't this. sing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can move on. <laughs> that was fun, though. Um, yeah, that was really fun. <laughs> um, this you just told me before, which what I I feel like really illuminates a lot of like my thoughts during the movie. But 
<laughs> you, just, <laughs> you just told me before we started recording that this movie was a recommendation and you actually have not seen it before yeah. you recommended it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've done that before with a podcast. And it's been a, I mean, it's always a risk. Yeah. So, but I think the reason why I felt okay doing this was uh-huh. because it had been a risk that paid off in the past. Oh, nice. Unfortunately, nice. what was the once other in a while one that you did? Where I w- d- chose it before watching it? I can't remember. Yeah. We've been doing this for over three years. <laughs> it's been three years, and I feel like we've. I feel like I've aged ten. So, <laughs> if I looked at a list, a, a list of all of our episodes, yeah, I'd be yeah, able to figure yeah. it out. Um, but I know I have done it before, or just okay. like chosen a movie based on somebody's yeah. recommendation. Yeah, yeah. I chose this movie, one, based on somebody's recommendation. They know who they are, and they listen to this, and I'm not going to call them out. <laughs> but you know who you are, bud. You oh, recommended no. this. And two, I'll be honest, I watched a fan vid about, like, you know, those, oh, like, fan vids on YouTube? L- lesbians Maybe. love them. Like, uh, um, like a compilation kind of yes, thing? Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I watched a compilation of this movie with all the good scenes on YouTube (laughs) and I was like, Oh, this looks pretty solid. So those two things working together, of course I felt comfortable choosing this. Yeah. And then I I watched it. I think that there's still like a lot of um, worthy things to discuss about it and a lot of great moments. Um, It's not horrible. (laughs) Kayla said it it best. We were watching it and I was like, I can't believe I already chose this. And at that point (laughs) when we watched it, I had chosen it weeks prior so i was like fuck peyton already watched it it's like way too late for me to change it but kayla was like you know it's not bad it's just this would have been a really good movie like 10 to 15 years ago for lesbians it's just that like the actual clear content has just gotten much better yeah it feels a lot older than it actually is it feels way older than it actually is just to i mean you know because you saw the title of the episode but the movie that we're talking about is called Snapshots. It's from 2018, but it feels like it kind of feels like um, <laughs> 2008. Yeah, it feels yeah. like um, what was one of the first movies that we did? What was the one that took place in like Jordan with like the two? Oh, I can't think straight. Yeah, now yeah. that is it, a classic. It reminds me. Yeah, it's a classic, but it reminds <laughs> me like in like dialogue and like tone, sort of of, of yeah. like that that sort of era of like lesbian film i was gonna say also the movie elena undone i don't know if you remember yes that we one. did we did that one too yeah mm-hmm. it, it <laughs> that just one feels... i did not like very much i mean and i get it it's not great it's just so i i did this is nothing against indie films indie films mm-hmm. are important love them love a lot of them but mm-hmm. this one felt it felt like it had a budget of one hundred dollars, and I uh, I commend what they what they got done with it because it's so sol- yeah. it's not yeah horrible yeah I think probably a big part of their budget went to casting for this movie yeah um, for the yeah. guy from Especially Jane the Virgin Piper Laurie and the yeah, guy from yeah. Glee yeah the, yep. the bully from Glee the bully from <laughs> the Glee who kills himself yeah. Oh yeah, my god, the, I forgot that plot point. Uh, oh my yeah. god. What was his name, the football player? Okay, yeah, the two women, I'm like, I don't know who they are. They must be just like on the well, rise. The, the, the fucking the older husband. woman, the older woman who plays uh Rose grown up is Piper Best Laurie. Part. 
Piper yeah. Laurie, yeah, which I didn't amazing. realize it was Piper Laurie until the movie ended, which is nuts mm-hmm. for me because I usually always look up the cast. But mm-hmm. um, I was like, Kayla and I the whole time were like, she's f- so interesting. And she was without a doubt the best actress Definitely, out of everybody. Yeah. I mean, like, not we'll get to it later, but like her one, like there's a scene later in the movie where we both cried. It mm-hmm. did bring out emotion in us. <laughs> I mean, I'm an easy crier, but Piper Laurie was absolutely. And then I looked it up and I was like, well, no fucking wait. No, of course she was the best actress. She's Piper Laurie. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, it was like the all the money had Carrie, to go to iconic. Mm-hmm, had to go yeah. to Piper and had to go yeah. to the fucking from what's his nuts from Jane the Virgin and what's his nuts from Glee. <laughs> Which well, also woman, was like, the, it's it's a movie showcasing the two women. Like, shouldn't you like splurge a little bit on them? That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry, well, go woman, ahead. No, it's okay. The woman who directed the movie has actually directed a lot of episodes of Jane the Virgin. So mm. I think that's probably why she chose that character. Michael, that's his name Michael, on Jane the yeah. Virgin. Yeah, the, the mm-hmm. character's name. I and actually, he's great, but I like... Michael, yeah, and Jane the Virgin. Yeah, he's super charming. I yeah. always liked him on Jane. Oh, yeah. and another thing to connect it to Jane the Virgin, the main uh, Piper Laurie's granddaughter, uh-huh. who uh, is married to what's the other what's-his-nuts from Jane the Virgin in real life. Oh, uh, Ralph, Ralph. Raphael. Yes, Raphael. Love Raphael. I need to finish Jane the Virgin. You never um, finished it? No, I like fell behind and now I think I have like two or three seasons to finish. Love that show. Yeah. Gina Rodriguez. One of, like, one of mm, the characters one she's of the problematic and annoying. Passed Sorry. Away. Yeah, yeah, she is. <laughs> one of the characters on Jane the Virgin <laughs> passed away. And then like I was like, oh, it's like very different. Um, but I need to finish it still. Uh, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't finished Jane the Virgin, Michael passes away. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, no, I forgot. Okay. <laughs> oh, Kayla texted me and said, because she's listening from the bedroom. Sorry. Did did this come before Jane the Virgin and Glee? And maybe it they weren't after. big yet. It came after, yeah. Oh, yeah, because it, w- it was 2018. 2018, the yeah. Unfortunately, it was after. um yeah i came after um so uh uh, this movie is a conundrum just going into just like um going into the plot of the film um the premise is actually really interesting um and um it follows these three generations of women, basically um, Piper Laurie, who's the grandmother, and then her daughter, and then her granddaughter. And the mother and daughter are visiting their grandmother um, because the mother's selling her house. I don't... I don't know. They didn't really specify why they were visiting, um, but they found... Well, they found... they were. She was cleaning out the house, and they found this box full of stuff that belonged to the mom to the grandmother um rose and they bring it over and the granddaughter actually is really interested in old cameras and she developed she finds a roll of film in this old camera that was in the box and so she develops the film and then brings it to the grandmother and then the title of the movie comes into play where there's like (laughs) these pictures of this one summer that she spent in this beach house that she, I think she lives there. That's where there's hanging out now, I think. Um, 
but at the time she was renting it with her husband and um, we get these snapshots of this summer where she met um, this other woman named Lucille, I think. Got it right here. Uh, da, 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 sorry, da, 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 da. Yeah, Louis, Louise, sorry. Her name Louise. is Louise. Um, and that's actually the um, real, the really, a lot of really meaningful moments are in the, in the snap, in the flashbacks. Um, and we sort of find out that the grandmother fell in love with this woman named Louise um, and they had an affair um, and the, but the mother and daughter don't know that. And the mother and daughter are having trouble with each other, like in their relationship. The daughter is married to this man who she's having marital troubles with. And the, she is like very closed mouth about it. And like the mother's like very pushy and like wants to know what's going on. And then it comes out that the daughter, well, it, it comes out that they were having marital troubles and that they are separating and that the daughter had an affair with a woman. Double gay. <laughs> Double guy. <laughs> Double rainbow. <laughs> Whoa, double rainbow. Uh, um, I love that callback to a very old reference. Well, it's like the beginning you. of YouTube, remember? <laughs> um, the, the beginning of YouTube for me is shoes. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Shoes. <laughs> Mine is Grape Lady. Oh, 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 no. <laughs> the video is so upsetting. She get, I feel like she gets so hurt. Uh, I can't breathe. I, oh, oh, oh. I still don't know to this day if she's okay, and that worries me. <laughs> I just told somebody about Grape Lady last week because they didn't know what it was. Yeah. And I was like, how? We're the same age. I was like, it's how like do you not know what Grape Lady is? It's like a scene out of a horror movie for me. I'm like, <laughs> what happened to her? Where is she? The, what would make her make that noise? The pain she had to feel. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I feel like somebody oh. started stomping on her in the grapes. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Um, also, Scarlet <laughs> takes a tumble. That reminds me of old YouTube, oh my, too. Yeah, I love that one. I just um, saw that on TikTok the other day. Um, <laughs> no. Oh. And then she steps forward and goes. <laughs> <laughs> I always think, why didn't she just step fully off the table? I don't know. Poor babe. <laughs> Poor Scarlet. Um, Let me get to that. I'm sorry. Oh, because you brought up double <laughs> rainbow. Because of double gay. Double gay. Um, and the mother comes out as extremely homophobic. Um, <laughs> like really homophobic. She calls it disgusting. She calls it disgusting. <laughs> also, the mother's a smoker. So <laughs> she's like, <laughs> I love it in the beginning of the movie. The um the daughter's like smoking's bad for your health and the mother's like living is bad for your health. Yeah. Mama's <laughs> gone through some shit. She's got some baggage. She's a um, hard lady. She's a hard lady. She's a hard um, lady. She also went through she also went through like a really bad divorce, which is why and she like is low on money, which is why she had to sell her house. Um but um she comes she comes out as extremely homophobic and then the grandmother actually reveals that she had an affair with this woman and this woman was the love of her life, um, which makes the, um, thank you so much. Nikki just posted an update on what happened to that woman <laughs> with the grapes. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> oh my god, she broke a couple of ribs. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Now she's she trying to move on. Rivera said it all, of course. I also broke a couple ribs. Thanks for asking. I had to spend a few weeks in the hospital under observation. I suffered quite a bit for an honest mistake, a momentary lapse in concentration, and now I'm trying to move on. <laughs> oh, I mean, like the video is brainy enough. Okay. Do people know yeah. who she is? Unless, like, the people who live in her city probably. Yeah, they probably know. Yeah, she was probably obviously a a news lady <laughs> in the public eye. <laughs> Ooh, oh my gosh, <laughs> this poor woman! Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> you say this poor woman, and then you make fun of her. <laughs> It's the funniest noise ever that's ever come from somebody's mouth. It's so funny. Whatever. I know. I mean, whatever. She's not going to listen to this. (laughs) But everybody. (laughs) Okay, I won't won't do it again. I won't do it again. No, it's funny. It's funny. Um, (laughs) um, And then... uh, in the flashback, we see sort of why the relationship didn't work out. Like they were seeing each other in secret. And then um, it turns out that Rose's lover, Lucille, got sick and passed away. But also <laughs> before that. That's <laughs> so, the most broke... cliche thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. Go <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Why? Um, it's very Brokeback Mountain. Um, yeah. They they break up because Lucille wants to run away and be together. And then Rose is like, no, I can't. And it's funny. The reason the, she's like asking like, why, why? And like the reason that she gives is because Lucille can't give her a child. But then in the beginning, I I didn't realize until I watched it again, but in the beginning it's revealed that the mom was actually adopted. So the dad didn't give her a child either. (laughs) A That's twist a at the beginning point. of the movie. <laughs> um, uh, and then I guess the end of the movie is sort of like the women all sort of reconcile with each other and they're like, well, we're family and we love each other. Um, and the the grandmother goes fishing at the very end and she sees, I don't know if they're trying to tell us that like the grandma's dying or something, but she sees Lucille um and then the movie sort of closes um is that good did i do it accurately i thought you did a great job (laughs) i thought you did super well (laughs) thank you yeah um Um, wow there's i just looked it up while i was looking at the cast the actress who plays the mom is married to tony shaloub in real life tony shaloub um and it's my dryer my dryer keeps making noises Oh, no, you're, you're okay. We can't hear it. Sorry. I'm um, a little laundry girl on Sundays. What can I say? <laughs> I'm a little bitty laundry girl. <laughs> um, yeah, interesting movie. <laughs> um, I'd say. Yeah. The, I'd say. The, um, the woman who wrote it and produced it was inspired because when her mother passed away, it came out that she had had an affair with a woman when she was younger and said that that woman was the love of her life, which is very interesting. Um, And I think it's interesting that uh, 
uh, or it's kind of nice that the direct the writer chose to um have the revelation come out while the grandmother was still alive um and sort of see like the relationship with her family um but yeah there's a lot of sort of cliches and like some of the dialogue is wanting um but um there's a lot of the i i would say the chemistry between the two um young versions uh the the two leads is is really good um and it's it is such like an i would like to see like this same story like in the hands of like a different like with a with another writer on it and mm -hmm. another director um on the project i think yeah um, totally because it is such a i i love the idea of like three different generations of women um talking uh about love and life and um and uh you know preconceived judgments and things like that um i don't know what did you think about the movie deb um totally agree i liked the story well that's why i was interested in it because i read the blurb about it before i watched it and i thought it was an interesting story so i would really like to see it redone with <laughs> <by> somebody <laughs> else um there were just some things that just really drove me crazy that i had a hard time looking past and and, and enough to enjoy it yeah like uh, truly across the board the the plethora of reasons I thought the actress who played, is it Rose? Let me look. Who the, played uh, the Louise, blonde woman? The Louise, yeah, Louise yeah. drove me up a fucking wall. <laughs> he drove me nuts. She was every annoying musical theater girl I went to college with. She got her first indie film. But all she wanted everybody to know was that she was a musical theater star. <laughs> in a movie where it doesn't display that at all. <laughs> she gave me, oh, I can't describe it, but if you watch this movie and you know those type of girls, you yeah, know, yeah, she I is, can tell what you're talking about. So she drove me crazy. And I, I, not, it's nothing, I don't know if it's a character thing. I don't know if it's an actress thing, but I mm. just didn't believe her the whole yeah. time. I felt like she was doing like an, like, this weird, this, she just had weird choices, weird acting choices, in my opinion. Also, her hair color, it was not real, and that's fine, <laughs> but it can't be that color red, because that color red probably didn't exist in the time yeah, where this, yeah. in, the, in the 50s. It's clearly, like, a color red that can, that was, that has to be made that way. Yeah, or it has to yeah. be okay. I'm sorry. I'm. I don't mean to pick it's apart somebody's physical, yeah, yeah. physical appearance, but it's not her. It's whoever. It's hair and makeup, or the director, whoever decided to do that. Because <laughs> I was like, this is nobody's hair color would be this because you have to make it like this chemically. Like, okay, I'll move past that. It's low on my list, but it did bother me. Um, I, I'm glad that eventually we started to learn more about her, but it really felt like the purpose of her was to just be this weird flirtatious person who said really obscure things while still making the same flirty smile face the whole time. Mm -hmm. And her energy I, it is was just so, weird. It's so corny that like when she meets Rose, she says, 
a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh my God. Yeah, and then times that times 10 because she does that every other fucking scene she's in. But she goes, she goes from like flirting, but this face. I bet she was doing this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Just was, always flirting. And then she would be like, you look cute. And then would be like, it reminds me of my, my favorite poem. And it just wasn't believable ever. It yeah, wasn't believable. Yeah. It, um, it wasn't very realistic dialogue for sure. No, I liked Rose better. Um, yeah. Girl has crazy eyes. Good <laughs> for acting. But she's got crazy eyes. I'm sorry I'm going off so mean. No, I love it. I love it. No mean to be mean. I'm not, this is, I'm, it's just. Something, um. Something was just off about it the whole time. I don't yeah, know if it was yeah. the casting. I don't know if it was the choice. Something um, that you uh, just mentioned about her um, sort of just being there to be flirty and things like that, that kind of um, bothered me a little bit is that the um, her relationship with Rose in the beginning is very, um, it seems a little bit predatory um, in that, and it's hard because it's um, it reminds me a little bit of like I, when we spoke in our first episode, um, is it Lonesome Hearts? I think. Desert Hearts. Desert Hearts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it wasn't quite that, but um, it, it reminds me of that a little bit of like where the other person um, like in the, one of the first scenes where she um, admits to Luce or to Rose that she's attracted to her. She says something like, I would never do anything that you didn't want me to do. But then in one of the later scenes, she like force kisses Rose. And like, she kind of seems a little bit pushy, even though she said she wasn't, she never asked for like for consent or anything, which was kind of murky for me. But then um, I think we've spoken about this before, like, and which I think is part of the reason why it reminded me of like older um gay movies where um that was more of a common theme of like one of the women being pushier and sort of like mm-hmm. seeming to influence the other woman um and so that that was kind of, but in the scene where they do um sleep together for the first time she does like say to rose like i'm sorry i won't do it again and then like she asks if she wants it and Rose is like, no, yes, no. It's like sort of like Rose is sort of trying to tell her that she wants to, but she's like scared. So it's, it's a, it's a gray area, but it was something that I feel like needed a little more uh, like clarity or I don't know. Mm -hmm. Did you get that at all? Oh Yeah. Especially yeah. the first time, the first kiss. But I just yeah. think that's something that happens in, like, so many queer movies. Yeah, I, I mean, it, yeah. It's such a, it almost movies. is like a trope at this point. Yeah. Of, like, the yeah. one trying, the one who knows what's going on and the other one who's never had this, felt this before. Yeah. I've never yeah. done this before. Um, I did kind of, I was charmed by the sex scene when she was yeah, like was pretty good well when I she think, was like yeah. i won't do it again and she was like unless you want me to and then she was like do you want me? i i thought that their their back and forth was kind of was kind of i don't know i kind of mm-hmm. liked it yeah um 
And their physical chemistry was really good. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought it was pretty good. Every, every yeah. Well, okay. I'll say it right here. This is the <laughs> compilation I watch on YouTube where all of their physical moments. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is going to be great. Yeah. I didn't know all of their conversations are too, truly insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Um, um, it also really stressed me out when she was like, when they were ass naked in their living room <laughs> with floor to ceiling windows. On, yeah. and, they, and they were like, our husbands are home. And, and Louise was like, oh, don't worry. Mine knows not to come down. And I was like, they're so close that they heard the car pull in the driveway and they're not scurrying to put their clothes on <laughs> or get out of the living room where it's completely just all windows. Stop. Sorry. My cat was attacking the wall. Stop. You <laughs> <laughs> can edit that out. <laughs> Keep it in. Keep it in. Keep it in. <laughs> it's raw it's real um another yeah. thing that drove me well, nuts that's what, and that's that's so funny right. because it's like that's one of the things that you love is like one a period piece and two like forbidden love so like yeah, i know yeah. that's why i thought i was gonna love this yeah <laughs> great premise great yeah. premise like i said like i totally agree with you i would love to see it redone <laughs> Because <laughs> I love this type of premise. Yeah. Also, yeah. their clothes didn't seem old timey enough for me, and the coloring of the film seemed weird. In the back, yeah. when they did um, flashback scenes, it mm-hmm. was like this weird bright yellow orange hue. Yeah. It's like they. I turned... feel like they were trying to like make it look like a photograph or something. I don't know. It looked but, just bad though. But because the budget was so low, it kind of was like like a TV movie type of thing. Yeah. Also, their Polaroids. They didn't look old. They looked like no, they were they looked yesterday. Brand new. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, not Polaroids. But Snapshots. Although I did think <laughs> about that, and I was like, she did just get them developed, so maybe they would look new. Um, but it was like old. Oh. I, it was old. I don't really know enough about like science, but I did when I first saw them. I was like, those look brand new. <laughs> I, about the I was like, photos. oh, the the granddaughter did just have them developed, so maybe they would look fine. Mm. Speaking of the granddaughter, that's what I was just going to yeah. say, was the other thing that annoyed me. She drove me nuts. All she ever did was whine and complain and cry <laughs> and walk around. Kay- Kayla, like halfway through, she was like, this girl's acting like she's 16. And she <laughs> was clearly in her 30s. <laughs> she just was like, oh, mom. Leave me I, alone. I, think, I think I didn't mind her because I didn't, I hated the mom so much because the mom, yeah, the was, mom so was so annoying yeah <laughs> that's the thing why was everybody annoying i wanted i mean i know that there needs to be like uh, like i'm sure the mom isn't supposed to be super lovable because she mm-hmm. has her issues and needs to come around and yeah it's kind of kind of an asshole at first but like mm-hmm. could you at least make the leads likable i'm yeah. sorry <laughs> maybe it's just the main thing yeah, specifically yeah. Louise. I'm so honestly, sorry to that actress. I would honestly, I would have loved. What we really need is like, I would have loved to see a movie that wasn't even flashbacks. It was just Piper Laurie having like an old woman love. Yeah, like, I would have loved to see two old women fall in love with each other, like in the twilight of their lifetime. Like that mm-hmm. would have been good because Piper Laurie was so likable and she was so good. She was so um, great. 
her mom like there's not enough stories about like older women or just like no. older people falling in love i think i could count on like one hand there's yeah. one movie that just came out recently that's been on my list that i really wanted to watch about that oh, nice, um nice. maybe i'll choose it maybe i'll watch it first deborah <laughs> <laughs> and then choose it for the fucking podcast um i was gonna say that Piper Laurie, we're just calling her Piper Laurie. Her yeah. monologue when she was like, I'm going to tell my mom gross. or my daughter and granddaughter the truth. That made us cry. Yeah. Is that where you got emotional? Yeah, yeah. Yes. That because was such it a was, good, good It was a great monologue and yeah, she yeah. acted it really well. And it was really sad mm-hmm. of her finally saying that like she was the love of her life. Mm-hmm. And it really got me. I know. That was the part where then I looked yeah. it up and I was like, of course it's Piper Laurie. Of course it was like a bigger name because she was yeah. easily the best actress. Um, yeah. Loved her. And then the other thing that just drives me nuts is like, I know the point was, oh, Louise and Rose. Couldn't they have just broken up? In 2018, was killing one of them really fucking necessary? Yeah, yeah. That's what all of the whole bury the gays movement is about yeah, is that like yeah. every single fucking queer movie, one of them dies and it's so pointless. I mean, it's not, yeah. I mean like obviously the, the writers have their reasoning, but yeah. this one felt pointless. Like they chose not to be together because. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand why it was the death and the breakup. Like why was it both? Yeah. Like, just let choose it be the one. Or the one. Other. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm just so sick of seeing that. I just watched another movie where it happened and it was a bigger budget. And I did think about choosing it for this pod, (laughs) the world to come. I don't know if you've seen it with Vanessa Kirby. Um, I haven't heard about that. Vanessa Kirby is a big actress. I'm straight up saying spoilers right now, about a really new movie that just came out. (laughs) Actually, should we cut that? All you you said was that someone dies. You didn't say who it was. I think we can all guess. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that it's one of two people <laughs> that we can all guess <laughs> i'm gonna um, feel bad i'm gonna feel bad because i don't want somebody to get mad at me so maybe we could cut that maybe we can bleep i don't know i don't know well it's like really new i just gave yeah jesse plemons, jesse plemons in the world to come where Who's is he other in the people? world to come Sorry, um no it's okay the world to where is he in that? It's unfortunately Casey Affleck is in it. Oh yeah, uh, love him and other people love him in Game Night. Don't know if you've ever seen that. I classic. still haven't seen that. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so good. I don't remember him at all, and I love Jesse Plemons. How do I not remember? He disappeared into his role. I don't know if I, if he. I don't know about. <laughs> no, but you. Why would he be on the page? This is all very unclear of what that you could <laughs> maybe we should just cut this whole section. <laughs> I feel bad. I feel bad. Okay. Anyway. Stop. Oh my god, she just bit my foot. She's in such a mood. Oh my god. <laughs> it's so spicy on a Sunday. Um <laughs> uh I um I don't know. I I oh. liked I think I liked the um Oh, before I say that, I do think it was overkill that they killed one of the people, like, instead of just having one, um, oh, okay, he dropped out and was replaced. Oh. <laughs> Makes sense now. See, it should have been the other way around. It shouldn't have been that, that they cast Casey Affleck at all, piece of fucking shit. He, <laughs> I hate him. 
I think he's a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. And yeah, the fact that he's still getting work this regularly and that they cast him specifically in a lesbian film, I was like, nobody wants to see this. Who is this for? <laughs> Do you know the audience that's going to watch this? Because it's yeah. going to be mostly like female identifying queer people who mm-hmm. don't have time for Casey Affleck's bullshit. Get the fuck out of here. Okay, sorry. Yeah. No, you're right. Oh. Um. <laughs> I'm getting fired up on a Sunday. <laughs> not on the Lord's Day, nonetheless. <laughs> I don't remember what I was going to say about the that, but I think, yeah, it was overkill that they killed someone and had them break up, too. Um, <laughs> the breakup was enough because, like, the breakup was understandable for yeah. that time. We and were it, like, and it, fits with the, it fits with the movie because, like, the movie is about different generations of women and their like relationships mm-hmm. and it it serves as like a great foil to see that like the grandmother couldn't have this relationship in the world that she lived in but then the granddaughter has this other relationship that potentially can work out because even though her mother's homophobic like the world in general has moved forward and or at least is making steps to move forward and it's more acceptable publicly to be with another woman and and uh queer people can more more easily adopt than they could back then that type of thing um mm-hmm. so that makes sense i think the I, I oh i remember what i was gonna say i think maybe the director was thinking like i can't see that these like two women wouldn't come back together unless there was like no possible way. And maybe that's why she killed the other woman off. But I don't think that's enough of a reason to have made that choice. And I think it was overkill and they should have just like, I think it would have been more meaningful to just like have them break up. And that's even more heartbreaking for the grandmother to like know that her being scared and not being able to take that leap, like ruined the love of her life as opposed to like, death taking her away i think that's much more meaningful yeah um and would have been a stronger choice and also when she goes to her deathbed to the side mm-hmm. of her and says goodbye she says it's been like two over oh, two years yeah it's been they like saw each other so obviously other. if they if they just broke up they would have been broken up i mean like yeah. they didn't see each other for years yeah that makes sense yeah yeah just don't why do you have to kill it's, too, it's too much it's too much when you kill. <laughs> Don't kill. Don't kill. <laughs> An official statement from Queer Movie Night. Don't kill. <laughs> um, uh, oh, another part I hated about the mom is that, yes. is that at the end when the women were like joking around and having fun, the mom was like, I'm coming out as straight. I was like, shut up. <laughs> I'm coming out as not gay. It got me though, because she set it up. When people like (laughs) set a joke up in a serious way, but you don't know they're setting a joke up, and then they they there's the turn (laughs) and it shocks you. That's like it was just so it was so love Simon to me. I hated it. I know it did make me it made me giggle. Sorry, (laughs) sorry. Um, Also, (laughs) remember the random lesbian that showed up and had dinner with them all for no reason. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> well, the, I think that the, her, the reason she was there was so that the mom could come out as 
homophobic and the daughter would feel upset about about having oh, an affair with right. a woman <laughs> it was so bizarre she walked into their house and just leaned in front of the on the back side of the couch the yeah. blocking of that scene was so bizarre like this is a stranger she stands she comes walks in between the mother I think she and was the a neighbor right or something but or did was... did they know each other i think she like helped with yard work or something i don't know Sure. I might be. I might be making that whole plot up in my do. head. I mean, we well, she was very world. like. You know, she had her flannel and like her cargo pants. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Were, like, this is a butch lesbian, but with <laughs> yeah. long hair and a gorgeous face. With long hair, she's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> she's a butch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this movie was a fucking ride. Okay, I'm not, I'll say this. It. I didn't have a bad time but almost because it was like so bad it kind of turned into a good time yeah but that's not how i intended on watching it yeah it was definitely <laughs> it, for me it was definitely a mixed bag um there was like a lot of good moments and i i do generally think that this is um a a story that needs to be told i just think in the execution the execution of it could have been better mhm mhm you know what? I totally agree. Also, they're Thank like, you. when the when Louise dies, let's give they let's give Michael a big monologue where he cries a lot. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I feel like that was like because he was the director knew him and they worked yeah, together on doing like, the We're going to give him a big moment. Yeah, because we uh, didn't know. So we don't know funny. like anything about the husbands. Like, we don't care. We don't care if he's sad. Like. So we don't, especially they, don't care to, if he has a monologue, yeah. get out of here. <laughs> like in Broke, in Brokeback Mountain, you care about like Anne Hathaway and Michelle Williams because True. they develop those characters and like they give them a backstory and like a personality. But in this movie, we have no idea who the husbands are and like we don't give a fuck about them. So yeah. like, they were it, just it just the didn't make any sense. Yeah. Waiting, waiting either outside or in the living room for their wives to finish making their dinner. Literally. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, they were secretly just making out in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Which whatever. I love the the one husband Joe, the guy, the the bully from Glee, is like they talk about doing pot, Roxy? and he's like, you know, uh, yeah, I think you're right. The something like name. that, something ski. Cause... Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, because they refer to him as by his last name. Mm-hmm. They're talking about doing pot, and he's like, you know, I think I like to try that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, movie. I hope they all had fun making this. I'll say that. I hope you had a fucking good time. (laughs) Uh, I also think about like when people like the two um, lead actresses in this movie, like I think about like, do you think it was worth it to be naked in this movie? Like after you made it? I had that same thought because that did shock me when we saw full boobs. (laughs) <laughs> and i was like whoa we're seeing like four of them four <laughs> we're seeing four all four boobs, boobs on screen it's shocking in an indie film i feel like when there's yeah. that much nudity i'm yeah. like i would have to i mean my paycheck would have to be massive for me to do that um <laughs> to go topless to go topless not everybody <laughs> can see these goodies <laughs> just my wife <laughs> and anyone else who wanted to pay me a large sum maybe uh, <laughs> but there's no way they were paid well enough 
I mean, I mean, some people are open about it, though. I mean, like, some people are just open about that kind of stuff more, so, which is well, fine. But it, it just like, shocked me. I was like, they're well, like, this is a really good part of, like, big part of the story. It's and worth it. Yeah, yeah. But I don't, I don't necessarily feel one way or the other about it in this movie. I just, like, sort of have the thought of, like, I don't know if these actresses were like, this movie is going to be my big break, and I don't look. <laughs> I feel like it was worth it to to bear yeah. my whole self for it. Um, but yeah, some people just don't care and it's like no big deal. So um, their sex scene was really great. Yeah. It's one yeah. of the highlights of the film. actually. Yeah. And I think their chemistry is well really good. And that's like one of the, the parts that kept me invested in the movie and watching mm-hmm. it to the end. For sure. Yeah. And their montage when they're like making out around town. <laughs> and they're like dancing. I was like, I'm a sucker for this. I'm a sucker for it. Making out around town. I love <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. I wanted the husbands to be hooking up. Yeah. Anything yeah. to make them interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like they're pretty good actors. Like those mm-hmm. two actors. Like I would have been interested to see a little more of them having personalities. Having personalities, not having just seeing more of them in general. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just giving them more of a backstory, more of a life. Mm -hmm. Um, But on the other hand, I do like that the the film is very female centric, and you don't see a lot of male figures other than the husband. So that's yeah, yeah. Very Um, white too. Oh, that's very true. It was really white. It was a. It's a very white movie. Um, Even though they could have had diversity because the the mother was adopted <laughs> yeah missed opportunity <laughs> like the mother they, and the daughter could have Tony been Shalhoub's a different wife. race yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah very white movie disappointingly um, <laughs> i feel bad i didn't mean this whole podcast the whole point of it <laughs> is to highlight great queer films well sometimes and i have just I mean, shot on don't, this though. one Maybe yeah. let's not tag the director in this post that we do about this one. <laughs> so I don't want to be mean. Yeah, yeah. I think I just had high hopes. So mm-hmm. I personally felt <laughs> more upset about it, mm-hmm. like not being great. But honestly, I think we've done worse movies on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I've chose, I know I personally have chosen worse movies. We've, we have done an episode <laughs> on Elena Undone, which is <laughs> one of the worst movies ever made. Or um or in her mouth. Oh, below her mouth. Below oh her my mouth? god. Yeah, we've done below her mouth. I'm not gonna be too hard on myself about choosing snapshots. <laughs> <laughs> and I below do, I her think, mouth. Uh, That's right. I do I think there's a lot of um I don't know, I think there's a lot of promise and like a lot of good things from it. Like I uh, um yeah, it just had like places <laughs> you to were gonna list them off. You were like, <laughs> I'm not going to. Well, well, sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, the two leads had great chemistry. The mm-hmm. Piper Laurie had a great performance. Mm-hmm. Um, just the story and the the um, premise, I think, is a very good one. Like, how often do you see movies about three different generations of women of different ages um, tackling same sex attraction? and um tackling like uh systemic barriers to like having those relationships sure um 
but yeah, yeah, I don't think it was it was done effectively. Um, yeah. But I'm not mad that we watched the movie, and I'm I'm glad we talked about it because I think, <laughs> you know, other people should watch it and and see. Because even if it's if it's not a great version of that story, it still is a good story to be told. Yeah, and, and probably people walk away from it. Um, liking something about it and and taking something good away from it mm-hmm. i mean like i said if i would have watched this like 10 years ago i would have yeah thought it was great yeah i think we've we've just been given higher quality mm-hmm. films yeah rec- more recently yeah yeah and i think um even though this was in 2018 i think that that's a that's really i feel so that's old. really the thing that's like holding as was made so recently that we're like it should have been better because of yeah. when it was made. Um, I also think that um, it's really nice. The other, the only other film I can think of is Beginners, which is kind of a different premise, and I haven't seen it in a long time, so I don't remember it really well. But the mm-hmm. premise is that Owen McGregor's dad is dying, and he comes out as gay. Yeah. While while he's really um, dying, while he's dying. Um, but I think there's, it is a really refreshing story to, to see um, a story about like, like we had Brokeback Mountain, but it's nice to see like a Brokeback Mountain story about them when they're already old and like looking back on what happened as opposed to like what it was like then. It's interesting yeah. to see, um, I guess time moving and, and sort of that type of thing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So Chris I hope Plummer. I hope someone else. Co- yeah. Oh, for the for beginners, I need to watch that again. I can't remember if I liked yeah, it or not. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Um. But yeah, do do we want to rate the movie? Yeah. 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 So let's do it. Let's do it. Um, so we usually um, reference the Vita Russo test first, which is the film critic test. Um, to gauge uh, queer representation in film. Um, my, uh, it follows three rules. One, that the film have queer identifying characters, which this film does. Two, that the characters have personality traits other than being queer. I would say that this film does. There's a lot of stereotypes and sort of um, cliches, but um, Piper Laurie gives a very layered performance. Even the daughter who it is arguably annoying has a, we it's a reveal that she's queer later in the story and she has other personality traits so it's like not the only thing that defines her um and three removing the queer characters would change the plot significantly there's three prominently queer characters in the story and i think removing any of them would have changed the plot um, so I would say this film passes that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we just had this idea to do um, sort of a rating based off of each film. Um, so maybe we should rate this, uh, um, to erase it off of us, like out of six snapshots or. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sounds perfect. <laughs> six mm. perfect Polaroids. Hmm, which um, number am I going to choose? Hmm. <laughs> um, I really don't know. Yeah, I mean, I didn't 
really necessarily like the movie. I probably wouldn't watch it again. Um, but I think it has a promising premise. I think for them, it, it starts a really good conversation about like, because I think this is a really important thing in queer culture too, is like people our age or even younger, like not acknowledging like what, how, how hard it was to be queer and live a queer lifestyle in the old days. So it really does bring up that subject of like, someone who would have had a secret love that you never find out about because it, it just had to be buried under the rug. So I think that that's a really interesting premise. That being said, I think there are some problematic tropes that come up again in this film that are sort of reminiscent of older movies of a um, sort of predatory behavior from one of the love interests mm -hmm. um, and the, the kill your gaze trope um, and some of the, I don't know, those two mainly, I think. So I think I would probably give this movie a th three. It's higher maybe. than I thought you were going to give it. Yeah. Well, I think it has a lot of promise and, and, and it's, it's definitely, I, there's, there's some good performances sprinkled around there, but I, there's a lot holding it back as well. So I think three snapshots out of six it's sort of like in the in the middle for me yeah i was gonna choose three snapshots as well <laughs> um i think it's just it just missed the mark yeah there there was so many good things on paper mm. i feel like the bones were there it just wasn't executed well yeah 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 and Thank you for watching it, Peyton. I'm sorry. <laughs> of course. No, no, no. I always have a good time watching it, even if it's not a good movie. It's <laughs> very kind of you. So what's our what's our next film? Um, so in a couple of weeks, we'll be doing uh, the film Velvet Goldmine, which is by Todd Haynes, who did Carol, if, as some of you might be familiar with. Um, and I think I am. I think I am. So um, stay tuned for that. Um, definitely uh, like, subscribe, leave us some reviews. Um, let us know how, what we're doing good or not so good. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> be nice. Be nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, you don't have to. You can, t you know. <laughs> I'm just um, fragile. Yeah, it'd be it'd be nice to leave us some good reviews, maybe a share with a friend. Um, you can follow us on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Queer Movie Night. You can follow me at Peyton uh, Cody Lynch on Instagram and Twitter. And me, Deborah. Deborah or Deb Duncan? Deborah Duncan on Twitter and Deborah D. Back on Instagram. How long have we been doing this? <laughs> Too long, apparently. Too long. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not long enough. Um, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks for bringing this movie so we can talk about it. <laughs> you're, you're so welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you in a couple weeks. Bye. Bye. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.